they didn't turn up for a gig and I turned up on my own. And so uh, a guy said to me, oh, why don't you get up and play a few songs on your own? And I wasn't really that well versed with George, but I knew about six songs at that point. And I said, oh, my acoustic guitar's missing strings. And he said, uh, he gave it to a guy, he went, right, uh, put strings on that, tune it up, 440. And he said, what's your excuse now? And I went, I haven't got an excuse. A podcast about the largest Beatles music festival in the U.S., Abbey Road on the River, celebrating our 20th anniversary, May 26th to 30th, 2022. I'm Melissa, one of the organizers of Abbey Road on the River, and I'll be on the air every week to talk about all things Abbey Road on the River, held every Memorial Day weekend in Jeffersonville, Indiana, just across the river from the Derby City, Louisville, Kentucky. I'll be interviewing your favorite Abbey Road on the River bands and staff to unveil new plans for the upcoming festival, talk about how influential the Beatles are, and hear insider stories about the festival and music you love. You'll even learn what happens behind the scenes at Abbey Road on the River from those who know it best, from managing hundreds of bands to managing Mother Nature, and sometimes that can be really interesting. Whether you're new to Abbey Road on the River or you're a festival regular, if you love the Beatles as much as we do and you're looking for a comfortable, family-friendly music festival, you're in the right place. This is Something Will Happen. Something Will Happen. Let's get started. Hey everyone, Melissa here. This next conversation I had was super fun because I spoke with Gavin Pring of the Fab Four. And Gavin is no stranger to Abbey Road on the River, but we don't often have the Fab Four. Gavin, of course, playing the George Harrison role in the Fab Four. But they came in September of 2021, and we're having them back for the second year in a row on Saturday, May 28th, and Sunday, May 29th of 2022. And, um, of course, we're super excited about that. But um, Gavin, in particular, has been coming to Abbey Road on the River for years, both as his solo George Harrison act, George Harry's Son, which you can all see in May of 22. And he's also come with a few other Beatles tribute bands, including British Export and, of course, the Fab Four. He's performed all over the world with the Fab Four since 2006 and even comes from the same town as the Beatles, Liverpool, England. And I love this little anecdote that once when Gavin met the Paul McCartney, Paul told him that you look a little bit like George, to which Gavin responded, you look a little bit like Paul. And I think that just about sums up Gavin Pring. He's super funny. He has all the little quips of the Beatles, and he's become a good friend over the years. So I want you to please enjoy this conversation I had with Gavin Pring. And if you enjoy the Fab Four, go look them up. And they'll be coming to Abbey Road on the River for the second year in a row on Saturday and Sunday, May 28th and 29th. Not forget to record this. Cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, I just got, I sent you my questions, but so we're just going to do a little conversation. Okay. Um, I didn't but... even read them. This will be fun. I was like, I'll just answer it uh, live with the yeah. stakes and all. <laughs> that's that's how I want it to be. You know, I want it to be informal and fun and um, excellent, just fun. So, are you on tour right now? Um, not right now. I'm in the house, but okay. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm literally I'm literally about to step out to go to uh, Colorado, and um, I've got two gigs in Colorado, Colorado Springs and Denver, 
And then we've got um, Wyoming, a place in, uh, and then I'm flying out of Redmond. I can't think of the city right now, but we're in the, you know what? I should check it. I should have this thing ready to go, shouldn't I? Should not. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to be in, uh, what day is today? 15th? Uh, 15th. Cheyenne, Cheyenne, Wyoming. On, uh, that's going to be on Saturday. Wow. You must be like, you go all over the world then. How many shows do you do with the Fab Four? That's well, usually about 100 a year, between 90 and 100. But it, yeah, but you do two a weekend. It takes you a day either side to get there. So it takes like four days on average a week. So you just mm. we're just constantly on tour with the Fab Four. We just, we're, I mean, we just did a two-week, three-week tour straight down in the southeast. But, mm. uh, you know, usually we're just constantly on tour. Someone says, when's the tour over? I'm like, when I die. I think that's <laughs> or I get too old, you know. This is never ending tour. <laughs> yeah, never. And I suppose that's why you wanted to be a George lookalike, right? You just wanted to always play became, the Beatles, I just, right? I was always a George lookalike, even when I didn't want to be a George lookalike, you know. <laughs> and I think uh, as I'm getting older, I'm getting less like him now that I've got grey hair and, you know, I'm approaching his age. But uh, when I put the wig on and stuff, it, it still looks good. I, I have to uh, change everything because I've got blue eyes. So I put brown contact lenses in. Oh. I darken the eyebrows. I, uh, you know, and I start acting a little bit more like him. And then when I'm off stage, people don't even recognize me. It's great. I can just go to the pub and have a drink and and, and not be hassled. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah, that is a good thing. <laughs> I'm only messing. You can come and say hello to me. I don't consider it a hassle. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, like mob, people are like, oh my gosh, that's actually George Harrison back from that's the That's actually George Harrison. They don't know. But like he's still alive and he got 20 years younger. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. So you didn't always want to be a George lookalike or when, how did you like get into that as a career? Uh, well, when I was about 16 or 15 years of age, me, uh, me auntie used to say all the time, oh, Gareth looks like a young George Allison. And I didn't, I, 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 you know, I wasn't into the Beatles at the time. I was just a kid and it was the eighties. So, uh, no, I was into Go West. I'm ashamed now, but I was into all these like Huey Lewis in the news and Go West and all this, you know. Stuff. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, hey, it's it's good. Now I can admit that I am into it. Yes, I'm still into it now. Um, and I, I saw I wasn't into the Beatles. That was like my mom's generation and, and above. And so uh, anyway, my auntie was saying all the time, "You look a bit like uh, your our gaff looks like George." So I went into school one time, and the girl that I fancied had a pencil case and it had the Beatles on it. And I was like, uh, and she was like, oh, I always like George. And I'm like, I get told to look like George, you know, like, and I never got to date her. She never saw the resemblance. But uh, years later, you know, uh, um, I kind of started to look a bit more like him. And then it was, then it became stupid. I'd do like uh, gigs with my original band. And then we get a review and a review would say, oh, these guys are a quartet from Liverpool, but you swear the lead guitarist was a direct descendant of George Harrison. So it just kept popping up all the time. And I was like, oh, all right. And then there was a there was a film interview audition. They were looking for John Lennon in Liverpool. And I went down there because uh, my mom and my auntie were like, go on, you go for it. You've got no acting experience or musical experience, but you might get the part, you know. And uh, I went down there and they uh, they liked it, actually. They they just, they came over to me and they said they'd already um, taken a George. Um, uh, they'd already casted a George, but if they'd seen me first, I might have been in with a shot. And, and that's how it started. I was like, oh. And then I, I, I met two guys at that particular audition who played John and Paul, and they said, why don't you learn to play George? And they gave me that white Beatle Bible that all the musicians know about. And they said, just learn these tunes. And I did. 
and the rest is history. Now I'm talking to you, Melissa, on a Zoom <laughs> with me dogs in the background, you know. That's it. Full life circle, life complete now. That's it. That's it. That's how it started. <laughs> now I can die happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Being on a podcast. So great. <laughs> That's funny. Well, yeah, so the Beatles weren't like a huge influence for you when you were growing up then, huh? Not really. I, <laughs> you know, I was about 17 or 18. Once once they kind of like, you know, my auntie had said that I looked like him. And then my stepdad mm-hmm. had all these vinyl albums and he just said, uh, he said, oh, the Beatles are great. And I listened to the White album and I just was like blown away. And then from then on, I just kind of like appreciated them more and more. You see, it was difficult coming from Liverpool. You're an original band. The bar is the Beatles. It's like every other place has good bands and the bar might be, and I'm not saying any other bands are worse than the Beatles, but they are, uh, you know. So, <laughs> you, uh, you, know, you know, if you come from Batesville, Arkansas, who's the, who's the level? You know, I don't even know anyone from Batesville, Arkansas. And then you've got like bigger bands, Jimi Hendrix and stuff from like in Nirvana from Seattle and you go, Ooh, and you still get the Beatles and you go Nirvana and everyone else and you go, Sh-. so if you're a struggling musician, you come from the, the, the land of the Beatles, you just can't compete. So I, I didn't like them at the beginning. I was like, why, why did he set the bar so high, you know? And now I appreciate it because I do it for a living. And I'm like, the bar is set pretty high and I'm proud of it. You know? Yeah, and I would say like the Fab Four has set like the bar for all, you know, tribute bands to the Beatles. So you yeah. like set that bar. You're the well, top the Beatles, bar. The Beatles set it. And then after <laughs> that, I think that the next big band for me in England, it was the bootleg Beatles. And then when I came to America, it was 1964, the tributes. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, and they were in the two, one or two generations above me. So I was, I was younger. I was the younger, young lad in town, you know, and when I joined the Fab Four, you know, and now there's, there's probably going to be another Beatle band that are going to be even better than the Fab Four and have way more access to the technology and the music and be able to, to do the harmonies even better, you know, maybe. Mm. But right now, I think we're one of the best, you know, not but my head's going to be too big. I won't be able to get out the door, <laughs> you know, but I think we are because I haven't seen anyone else that puts the uh, effort in that we do. So, uh, you know, and yeah. I've got you've got a 25 percent scouser in, in the band, too, and, not, and none of the others do. So exactly. Yeah, that's just something. No, I'd say you guys are the, the toppermost or the poppermost. <laughs> How much do I owe you, Melissa, for the uh, for the plug? Thank you. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. No, I mean, we love the Fab Four. You just came and then you're going to be coming in next May as well. Yep. Um, Twice so- in a row, which is very unusual. I don't know what's happening with Gary. You know, he's <laughs> like, oh, we're going to have a headliner twice in a row. You know, well, maybe- you know, we want like the best Beatles tribute band at the like biggest Beatles festival in the world. So excellent. Well, we now have struck a deal. We, are <laughs> we have right here. <laughs> Um, well, I wanted to know also how you even got to know about, well, actually, I wanted to know how you got into the Fab Four first, but then also how you got into Abbey Road. And was that through um, being in the Fab Four? No, it was the, it was the other way around. Okay. I, uh, when, when I first arrived in America, I, I'll go back a little bit. I was in a band called the Blue Meanies. They were the band that I met when I was in Liverpool. And then I, uh, they didn't turn up for a gig and I turned up on my own. And so uh, a guy said to me, oh, why don't you get up and play a few songs on your own? And I wasn't really that well versed with George, but I knew about six songs at that point. And I said, oh, my acoustic guitar's missing strings. And he said, uh, he gave it to a guy, he went, right, uh, put strings on that, tune it up, 440. He said, what's your excuse now? I went, I haven't got an excuse. So 
I had to go on and play this gig, but I did tell everyone, I know six songs, so I'm just going to do the six songs. I know you're expecting an hour worth of music, but uh, and I did it. And the next band were a band from Chicago called British Export, and they were uh, they were looking for a George to play in South Korea. So they said, right, this guy, let's ask him. And at that time, uh, me and the Blue Meanies were falling out because they weren't turning up for gigs and stuff like that, you know. So uh, I was like, I was looking for something different. And so Jim Martin uh, and Paul Lynch at the time was a guy called Frank Canino, was the John. And they were looking for a, a George to come. And I played like five weeks with them over in South Korea. And then they said, why don't you come over to America? And I said, yeah, right then. So I just came over just to see what it was like, you know. And, uh, and I, I traveled around a bit. And, and then the next thing they said, oh, we've got this festival called Abbey Rose on the River. And it started in, did it start in 2001? Uh, 2002. 2002 in Cleveland, so yeah. So it started in 02, but I came over in 03. And as I was saying, I was just traveling around and having a look and stuff. And then he said, oh, we've got this gig. So we went over there and played. And then I was like, oh, this is massive. Like, And I thought every city had a big, massive festival. Like, that. there's only one. It's <laughs> Abbey Rose on the River, you know. And uh, I actually spoke to Gary. And I think it was the first time, obviously the first time in the festival, but the first time for me too. I said, you know, uh, George is underrepresented a lot. With the uh, with you know because I can see John there's John solo Tim Piper and then you got like you know you got the other guy who plays uh, Paul Paul what's his name uh, he's gonna kill me if I forget his name uh, so Clark Gilmore his name's Gilmore uh, I forgot his first name he's gonna kill me if you if you listen to this I'll have to look on Facebook quickly anyway Gilmore and Piper with the John and Pauls and anyway they had their own stuff and there was no one singing any George stuff and I was like oh so I just made a deal with Gary early on I said can I just play an hour on a small stage of George Harrison stuff and he said yeah what's the name and I was like well George Harry's son you know his dad's called Harry George is Harry's son so it was just George Harry's son like that and then uh, and that's what it started and then I took that back to Liverpool too because he was like oh you do an hour at least an hour. Now I knew more than six songs at that point. Uh, you know, you know a few George songs when you come over. So that was it. So I actually started with Abbey Road and the River before I joined the Fab Four. I didn't join the Fab Four till 2005 or something. 2006 maybe it was it was years later. I'd already been playing every year. And in fact, that's why Ardy cracked the joke this year. He said we're going to rename Abbey Road on the River Gabby Rose on the River. You know, for me. And I told him my name's not Gabby. So uh, the joke didn't land at all whatsoever. But uh, yeah, my relationship with Abbey Road and the River has been going since 2002. So um, my relationship with the Fab Four is four years less, you know. Yeah. Well, I wanted also to ask about um, uh, your George Harry's son show and what you're bringing. But first, I wanted to know about how Abbey Road has kind of influenced your life. I know that you met your wife at one of the Abbey Roads, and I just wanted to know the story behind that, or like when you met, and how how did that entail? Oh, uh, she 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 wasn't coming to see George neither. I was with British Exports, and she was coming to see Tim Piper. Mm. Uh, she's a big John Lennon fan. There's a big I can't. It's not in the office down here, but there's a big massive uh, painting of John Lennon upstairs. Yeah. So she was coming to see Tim Piper with mm-hmm. her sister. And my wife's uh, quite quiet, but her sister's loud, you know. And so uh, when I got off stage, they all thought I had a, a sister came and said hello to me first. And then uh, she was like, oh, I think this guy might really be British, you know. And they kept testing me. Oh, what do you say for that? What do you say for hoods? And I was like, you know, bonnet and answering all the questions for different things. And then uh, 
Uh, my wife's like uh, deaf in one ear too, so she was looking at my mouth the whole time. And mm-hmm. like, you know how weird it is when someone's looking at your mouth and you're trying to talk and then you start getting paranoid. Like, what have I got in my mouth? <laughs> something I mean? in your so, teeth. Yeah, I thought I had asparagus or some green in there or something. And uh, so she kept looking at me and I was and I, I was just like trying to <laughs> see if anything was in my teeth. And that's how I met her, really. Because uh, hmm. um, it, it, it piqued my interest, you know, that she was like so intensely looking at my face. Um, that piqued your interest. <laughs> yeah, because most people go, how are you doing? And you're like, look away, you know. Nowadays it's on the phone, so no one really... Right interacts with you but uh yeah, she yeah. Was no one appreciates a good uh good mouse good teeth. A good mouth yeah and you know sets of teeth and i'm english too so I'm, i got lucky because my teeth aren't too bad but if i was like uh my uncle I'd, uh, she wouldn't have paid any attention to me do you know i mean it looks like he's got tombstones sorry uncle billy um <laughs> nah, he's, he's sorted his teeth now he's good um so yeah but then a couple of years later you know so we met there i got the gig with the fam four she came over and lived with me over in las vegas for a while and then then we moved to Cleveland when we had uh, when we were having Killian, our son. So I call them river babies. There's a there's a, even Joe Bologna who I play with. His son was uh, you know through a, a relationship met through Abbey Road and the river. And I've, I've spoke to Gary a few times. Like, can you can I just get all the pictures of the river babies and put them up one day and get them in and get like a t-shirt? You know, high five me if you see me. I'm a river baby. Killian would be one. Joe Bologna's son would be one. And uh, I'm sure there's. Sure, there's loads of them. I just and he said now mm. every year he's like, I just want to wear the Beatles. I'm like, no, but it'd be cool. Bring all the kids on. Yeah, they are river babies all through the festival. They'd be getting high five by people. River baby, river baby, river baby trademarked by me. Happy road on river baby. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, now and then they're like old enough to really appreciate the music now. I mean, they're all yeah. between. They probably have grandkids too. Abbey Road the River grandbaby, you know. It's just oh gosh, and, <laughs> and they could be, I guess, because we're twenty years old. So <laughs> maybe not grandbaby. You never know. Yeah. Just one mess around forty. We got a twenty-year-old kid. That that person's got a baby. Could go on. <laughs> I like that. We should have some kind of event for the river babies. I'm a river baby. You know, because cool. yeah, there's been definitely a lot of like engaged we saw an engagement happen like a couple of years ago where they got engaged at Abbey Road. The River. I don't know if they met there, but they like he got, got down there. on one knee and a propose. And I was like, Whoa, okay. Our festival's like all about love, you know? So well, it's a, it's the cycle, isn't it? I mean, you know, we've, we've, we've suffered a lot of deaths mm. throughout the festival. You know, a lot of our friends have passed yeah. away. Gary Grimes and, Erskine, you know, the Erskine, oh, the Eskin, you know, all of the people that we know. Uh, yeah. violin players, you know, people that we love, Rachel. And, uh, you know, and I was like, well, it's unbalanced. Every year we give tribute to people that have passed away. Why don't we give a tribute to the people that have been born? You know, that was that was always my... I always think of things a little differently, as you know, because you've been in the band with me, so I never really... I'm always, like, thinking of stuff that's the opposite. Instead of, like, doing this, why don't we do that? You know, so... That's, yeah. That's what I'll be bringing to Abbey Road on the River, oppositeness. <laughs> I thought you were going to say optimism because it kind of is. Babies. I'm going to be bringing babies to the to the festival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's uh? Do you have any special plans for that? Are you playing again with some other guys and Danilo and those guys? I hope so. I mean, the thing is, and I have to speak to Gary. Hopefully, he's listens to this podcast and gets back in touch with me. But uh, well, I'm flying out early. The gig, the guys have two or three gigs the week of Abbey Road and the River, and then. The end of it is is Abbey Road and the River, like the Saturday Sundays when they're going to come and do the big show. So I'm I haven't got them with me. So I might if Danilo comes, I might have to do like kind of a trio 
Or He's uh, coming, maybe yeah. A, yeah, a trio, and then uh, also Fernando. Fernando's coming. Mm-hmm. I can't do the I can't do the the big band stuff, but I, I mean we can strip it down. We've done acoustic and trios and stuff like that. I mean it works pretty well. And I'll just have to dress like George to just incite some of the anti-type people. Do you know what I mean? Like not anti-vax, but the anti like me auntie who likes George Harrison. That's what I mean. The, yes, the people the like your auntie. aunties. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I think people, yeah, definitely get drawn in when they're like, oh, is that George up on stage? <laughs> yeah, not that gray-haired fool with the orange turtleneck. That won't, that won't work. That won't look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm excited for whatever whatever stems out of the George Harry's show that's coming up. George yeah. Harry's son show yeah. that you're doing in May. Do you have any, like, favorite performances from Abbey Road on the River in the past? Well, obviously, and I have to say, the one where I met my wife, if she's listening, um, you know, I think one of my favourites was when I when we did the the George Henry's son, and we did the live in Japan recreation. Um, and I, I know we played it with you, but we did it a, a year as well, where we they just put us on the on the big stage, and I think it was like a an afterthought. They were like, oh, you know, just put Gav on there, and uh, it actually turned out quite well because I didn't have time to get nervous about it. It was just I just went up there and started joking and stuff and I think that's my best gigs uh generally for me anyway the ones where I'm not too nervous you know if it's like if it's really high pressure uh, the queen's watching you know then I'm beat then I'm I'm gonna be uh, nervous about it um uh, yeah. but that gig was that big that gig sticks out yeah and the, and the gig that we did recently with the fab four it was good to actually the fab four plays in 2006 but they had my and I've been playing with them for 14 years and never played Abbey Road in the River with the four, the Fab Four, you know. So last year was Oh, until really 21? Good. Yeah. Oh, cool. So that was that was great for me to bring the actual, you know, they've seen me malarkying around on my own for years. And then the like, you know, and then you see the the big the big show. And I thought that was good yeah. too. There's just too many. Melissa, it's, it's too many, uh, it's too many answers. You know, even the <laughs> even the small ones were great too, you know, every 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 gig made something different happen, you know, and uh, the people. I think actually, you know what? One big moment sticks out for me now that I think about it. I played at the, uh, when we used to play indoor and uh, mm-hmm. we used to be over the water. Uh, we were playing at the alley. I think it was the alley center or somewhere. Mm. And, and I was just doing a solo acoustic thing and I had the hard day's night look. And I started playing there, happy just to dance with you. And the whole crowd did the John and Paul backing. But if you watch it on YouTube, it's got like 100,000 views on it. You actually see me get shocked because I wasn't expecting to do that. Ah, and they, they all did it. So you had like 300 people singing the John and Paul. And that became part of my show, I'd, I'd say, at the beginning. Is anyone like John? Anyone like Paul? Anyone like Ringo? You know, if you do, if you do get out, this is a George show. But it came from that response because they were all, they were all singing the John and Paul backing vocals. And I thought that was amazing. So you can see that on YouTube. Yeah. that's very cool yeah I feel like that like all those spontaneous things that happen at the festival are like wow like yeah like a few years ago it like poured rain but like all these bands or musicians were under tents and then they just like impromptu played music for everyone stuck in the rain and it was yep. just like still a fun time so <laughs> yeah I know uh, I know Gary doesn't like rain I'd say no I shouldn't talk about time. it <laughs> yeah uh, can we bring uh, what is the opposite of rain dancers? Sun dancers? Can we get some sun dancers or something? You know, <laughs> have to do get that. Them and, uh, Gary, you need to you need to invest in some sun dancers. Mm-hmm. You know, people who bring the sun out. You know, I every time I play, here comes the sun. Though the sun does seem to come out, so just get that on a loop. 
24 hours a day and just have that playing for four days you know? <laughs> yeah no one would get sick of the Beatles then they'd be no like no one would be sick of back. that song <laughs> <laughs> yeah by the time your show comes on they're like no thanks <laughs> no I don't want to wear it again what's better than playing rain for 24 hours do you know True. what I mean <laughs> yeah. exactly we've got all weather and in- the, the, the Beatles never wrote a song about inclement weather did they do you know what I mean they never hmm. it's slightly cloudy you know, it's always <laughs> it's overcast either, today. <laughs> it's overcast in my heart. It never it was yeah. never that. It was always either sunny or mm-hmm. rainy. The extremes, know. yes. It was extremes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, there's always like every Abbey Road on the river is super fun. It is. I don't it's think always. I've ever gone. I don't think I've ever been and gone. That was a bad one. <laughs> you know, I don't think. I hope I've not. Ever, <laughs> I don't think. I think I've more. You know, because Gary's clever because he, he, you know, he brings in acts. And then he tries to straddle the acts a little bit. So there was a, I know there was a few acts like, all you need is love. And if you guys are listening, I love you and miss you lots. And I was there on the stage when those guys uh, did the farewell, uh, you know, and they did like 20 years. Um, I think there was only a few that actually played. Hal Bruce is another guy, friend of ours, who plays every year. And they're, because they're so varied, you know, George Harrison is not, I'm, I'm not going to, start playing Paul and John and, you know, other songs halfway through me, George, unless there's a dedication, you know. But so, so he was quite clever. He said, right, come two years, but then be off for a year and then come another year. So um, I don't know how many years I've done. I think I've done about, how many years has it been going? 19? Uh, 20, yeah, 20. Since 2002. I think I've done over 10 at least, you know, but uh, yeah, but all of them have been great, you know. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. What's your favourite year? Um, I don't know, probably the first year I ever came in 2015. Right. That one was fun. You weren't expecting the question from me because you thought you were going to take over this <laughs> interview. I wasn't. <laughs> like, I'm the interviewer. <laughs> yeah, now I'm, I've, swept, I've swapped it around. Where'd you get your shirt? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, I think, yeah, 15 was super fun. It was at the, um, over on the Belvedere still and uh, I came as a DJ and so we DJed and did these late night shows and that was like this, just the first year I met everyone and there was like this whole new Beatle community that I was just right. like oh my gosh this exists I never knew this this is amazing it's crazy <laughs> just to meet all the bands and the fans and you're just like immediately friends right away I think just like all that like energy was just like whoa <laughs> like so it stands out to and me I'm, well. I'm, I'm proud of you Sue because you went from like DJ to like you know, rising the ranks of Abbey Rose on the River, and soon you, you'll take over from Gary as CEO. You'll be like, oh no, watch out, Gary. <laughs> Climbing the ladder. Behind She's behind you right now. She's climbing the ladder. <laughs> he's, he's, pr- he's more proud of you than even anyone else is, I tell you, because uh, you've done real well. And anytime you say, Melissa, I've got a problem, you go, no worries. And yeah. you sort it out. It's, uh, it's quite funny. I need a backing singer. It's okay. I can sing. I'll come and sing with you. you yes, know? I can do a lot of things pretty well. <laughs> you do, you do, you do. I'm proud of you. If no one said it, oh, I'm thanks. proud of you. You've done well. And, oh, uh, thanks you know, so much. As soon as 2015, you were part of the family, you know what I mean? So that's kind of what happens with Abbey Road in the River. You come once. And then you see, yeah, it's great. No, you come once and then you're... Uh, <laughs> And then you you just can't not go because that year that you don't go is the year that you go, ah, oh, some of my other favorite bands are out, out, you know, and you just, you kind of end up just going every year. You just can't help it because, you know, you're sitting in. One of the years that I didn't go, I was watching YouTube and that's how I met, that's how I found Danilo actually because it was one of the years Gary didn't need me. 
And I was, I, I said, it's okay, Gary. But I cried in the cupboard for a week uh, after he told me I couldn't go. <laughs> Um, and then I was watching on YouTube to see because it popped up all the time, you know, Facebook, all my friends, we all got mutual friends. And I was like, and I saw Danilo and I, I'd never met him. It was a band from Brazil. He did the solo for, uh, for you. And that wasn't for you, Blue. It was uh, Old Brown Shoe. Mm. And he had the tone and it was exact. And a lot of people, you know, um, a lot of people do their interpretations of the Beatles, which is great. You know, for me, if you don't look like a Beatle, I don't think you should dress up. But that's just me. You don't, you know, I don't want a two hundred and eighty pound dude dressed up with a wig. It's not like you got to have a bit of respect for the Beatles, and that's just my opinion. You know what I mean? But still, if they if they sound great, just be yourself and play the Beatles. You know, and that's what I like. But anyway, so they were the Brazilian guys came over. Yeah, the the Blue Beatles, right? Blue Beatles, yeah, and there's, a, there's another band that's like a hybrid of the other group. There's another group, Star Clubbers. So there's Star Clubbers yeah. and the Blue Beatles. And uh, they're all Brazilian guys. But they, uh, you know, they don't dress up like the Beatles, but they sound great. But then they also have the freedom not to play everything exact. So a lot of the things, a lot of times you'll see a band, that a cover band, they're doing an interpretation of the song. But he played the solo, note perfect. And I was like, he doesn't need to, but he did. And that just impressed me. And he was skinny, he was good looking, you know what I mean? He's like, I'm white as a ghost. I'm like Casper and you've got like Danilo and he's very dark. And it was like ebony and ivory for me. I was like, this will be cool. We stick us two on the same stage, you know. And uh, so I just got in touch with him, said that my name's Gavin. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, do you want to play in my George Harry's son show? And then the rest of the guys wanted to play too. That's how I ended up. I asked Danilo and I ended up with 20, 20 <laughs> people. Went, Yay, we want to do it too, you know, because they all love the Beatles and they love George and stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they're very enthusiastic. So anyway, I digress. Basically what happened was I was crying watching YouTube on the year that I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> well, can, we'll make sure to invite you every year from now on yes Gary yes do it <laughs> oh that's funny um well where are you gonna be with the fab four in like January February do you know well you don't even yes. know where you're going like tomorrow so oh, I could just I can just reel it off for you because I've got my phone <laughs> I haven't got no spam yeah. going on right now so we're gonna be in first part of the year Milwaukee Wisconsin all Ooh. these all these weirdos come from Wisconsin where do you come from <laughs> Uh, Wisconsin. <laughs> we're going to be there from the 3rd to the 7th at the uh, Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino. And then uh, the next week, 14th and 15th of January, Las Vegas, Nevada at the Orleans. And then the 21st, Beverly Hills, California. 22nd, Temecula, which is in California. And then we go to Dana Point, California for a private. You're not allowed to go. Uh, we got Portland, Oregon, Bend, Oregon at the end of the month. Uh, and then we've got Ridgefield on February 3rd to 5th, Ridgefield, Connecticut, Albany, New York, Man- uh, Manchester, Rochester, New York. Then the next week, Helena, Montana, Spokane, Washington, Seattle, Washington. Then I have a week off because I'm going to bloody die. Uh, then the week after that, uh, on the 20th, oh, that's a private, you don't need to know about that. 22nd to the 27th is a good one, Chicago. Chicago, Illinois, Apollo what Theater. February? Yeah, that's uh, February 22nd to 27th, and we're breaking okay. in a new market. And so uh, I know Chicago has the most Beatle tribute acts per capita. I've been all over the world. That has the most Beatle tribute acts. So there's a lot of Beatle fans out there. If you're in Chicago, 22nd to the 27th, downtown, the Fab Four. Nice. Right over us. George's birthday. Right over George's birthday, of course. I will play a few songs for George that night, maybe, if the guy to listen and let me, please let me They'll play let some you. George songs. Yeah. It's like being in the real Beatles. It's exactly. like I get one or two songs at a bloody night. You know, There's a great. hierarchy. 
there is a hierarchy of ghosts. It's like, you know, your hierarchy is like Melissa, then Gary, and then all the other minions. It's like that with us, you know, it's the John and Paul, and then George and Ringo, and mm-hmm. then, you know, then a, a Vox amp or something is just below me and me and the ring. <laughs> an inanimate object, yeah. An inanimate object that maybe. doesn't even work. It's gutted and we use these pods. But anyway, <laughs> you know, furniture. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. Well, great. That's where people can find you coming up. And then we'll see you in May with the Fab yeah. Four and with your George Harry's son show. Excellent. That's going to be super exciting. Okay. One last question before we go. Who okay. did your paintwork behind you? You know, all the, all the white paint on the walls. Who did that? Who did that? I don't know. The apartment building. <laughs> See, Why? there you go. I tried Does to just throw a question at you. Now I tried to throw a question at you just to <laughs> throw you off at the end when you were doing your goodbye. You know, <laughs> right. a lot of people have a sign off. My sign off is who did the white work behind you? Yeah. Well, that's a great <laughs> question. You know, I <laughs> can't answer it for you. I had like a random, I met someone randomly a few years ago who, did you ever go on like a, it's up, it was up in like the Keweenaw Peninsula of right. Michigan. Oh, and they the said UP. there was like the UP. Yeah. They said yeah. there was some like Beatles tribute band that played on this like ferry across Lake Superior or something. Right. I don't know. Was it you? I, I've never played on a ferry. <laughs> the only ferry I've ever played on is the one or on boat. the Mersey. I've actually played a ferry on the Mersey, but um, no, it wasn't. Well, actually, what I usually say was, was it good? <laughs> I think they, yeah, I think they loved it. That was us, yeah, it was us. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anytime we get random questions, it's like, did you guys play at some <laughs> hay festival? You're like, how and, do I you know? know? <laughs> you know, in Louisiana, uh, it was great. You know, the guys dressed up in in hay bales, and it was, and I go, is it good? They go, yeah, I go, it was us. <laughs> it was, whoever it is, if it was good, it was us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably if it was to keep bad, track of all the days. I can't even answer that question. I've got so many answers I could put, but I'm not going to put it. <laughs> you know, like, if it was bad, it was such and such a Beatles tribute act. Uh, yeah, but I don't want to get I don't want to get into that because I, I for me I love all the Beatles tribute acts. Um, I think they're all great, and uh, yeah. I like it. some of the new ones coming through. They carrying the torch, you know. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you know it's it's good. It means that the next generation are getting the Beatles. I know there's a sometimes people look at. Uh, Beatles Chippy Sacks with a little bit of like ah oh, Beatles Chippy Sacks and I, I think of ours we, we're the only ones that got an Emmy Awards it's like uh, out of any Chippy Sacks to anyone uh, Queen it doesn't matter uh, there's only one Chippy Sacks in the world that got an Emmy Award it's the Fab Four so we're doing something right wow. but what I like is seeing other guys from other bands that are really good and uh, just plucking them and making them join the Fab Four <laughs> like, yeah. he's really good <laughs> Let's get this guy, you know. So uh, I, I think uh, it's good to keep the the uh, you know the Beatles going, and I think it's good that the uh, the younger generations are there, and uh, and it's good to hear it live. You know, it's great listening to it on the on the on the vinyl. But coming to a festival like Abbey Road and the River, you're going to get the variants, and that's what I like. You get the Beatles tribs, you get the guys who you know sound like Paul. They don't look like Paul. You get guys that are a twenty piece band that just play bongos. Um, you're just you're just going to get like every variance of, of the Beatles. You know what? And another good thing about the Beatles that not many people really identify before they go, mm-hmm. they're the only bands in the world that make non-English speaking people learn English. They're the only band that like has a tribute act from all over the world, from different countries. So there's no, there might be every now and again, someone from the Philippines that does Chicago or whatever sticks, but you have a, an actual couple of tribute acts from the Czech Republic, Japan, China, 
you name it, Russia. Everyone has has Beatles acts and their first language isn't even English. So that's how when you just think of that, that's how big the Beatles are. That's they make people. There's never been a band from Kazakhstan. That's maybe want to learn Kazakhstanese, if that's the word, like learning Kazakhstan. It's never <laughs> happened, but it has made a little kid in Japan go, oh, yeah, I'll tell you something. It's made them want to sing that song and learn English. And I think uh, I think that's absolutely brilliant. And they come from Liverpool, small little town. Like It's like it's like that. It's like a, a three-mile radius. It's, like, it's tiny. It is. It is fascinating to think about the all the influence they've had on the world and how they brought brought everyone together i think it's great and on that note we will Maybe. say goodbye because i need yes. to get on the bloody i know you flight. gotta go <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much and um yeah we'll see you in may can't see wait you in may melissa it's good good to talk to you today yes i love you gary you. i love you gary <laughs> we all love gary all right we'll see you see you later take care my love thanks tuning in to Something Will Happen. Remember that Abbey Road on the River is happening May 26th to 30th, 2022 in Jeffersonville, Indiana. To start making your plans, head over to AROTR.com. There you can see the full lineup of bands that are coming, check out shows we're planning, book your hotels, and grab your tickets while you're there. Head over to AROTR.com slash podcast and enter your email to get $5 of Beetle Bucks to use at the festival for food, drinks, and our exclusive festival merchandise. For the most up-to-date information, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll see you in May. Something will happen. Something will happen.